Welcome to Geek Exploration, the podcast where we went out and did something. We saw a movie. Yeah. All right. So, what movie did we see, Ben? We went and saw Joker. Yeah, we sure did. It is uh, brand new, fresh out the gate as of yesterday. Oh, is it? Yeah. I knew it came out recently, but I uh, I don't pay attention to things like that for the most part. So. <laughs> yeah, you know the 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 hype has been real. It's been it's been very big. All the screeners and reviews are fucking saying that this thing has Oscar buzz all around it. Yeah, I, I saw some stuff talking about how they, people didn't like that it was, you know, made him a sympathetic character and... Oh, jeez, we're jumping right in it. And, and all that shit. So that was all I'd read about it before the movie, other than seeing the trailer, obviously, was that people were angry because... I don't know why. Because, because they didn't think Joker was bad enough, or that he wasn't portrayed as bad enough. Yeah, they took it as as they were promoting violence. Yeah, you can't have a protagonist who isn't super good. Yeah. yeah like, that's horseshit. Yeah. I've like, played you, plenty of evil D&D campaigns. They're fun. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's what those, uh, that's what they would say is the problem, I assume. But yeah, all, all I had heard ahead of time, because I actively avoided spoilers, I'd heard um, that Todd Phillips, the director, was not following comic book canon, which is just fine with me. If it's a it's a standalone movie, you know, this isn't supposed to tie into any bigger DC continuity. And, you know, once I saw uh, YouTube videos that were, that were saying, you know, Joker review or like, this is what the end means or something, I'm like, fuck, dude, like, I have to see this. I have to get out there and catch it before anything gets spoiled for me. Yep. On that note, if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want spoilers, stop listening to this now. Oh, we shit. are going to talk about the movie. Yeah, this is going to get spoiled as fuck. We usually say that up top. I forgot when, when we've done this a couple times in the past. Go watch the movie. Come back in five, four, three, two, one. I don't have any big bombs like when we did in uh, fucking Endgame and, and we said Tony's dead. No. No. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was a good flick. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, give me an impression that you had of this. What are, what are you walking away thinking about this uh, movie? I mean, I thought it was uh, a, a interesting portrayal of Joker. Yeah. Like it was, they definitely did a lot of different stuff. Like you said, it's very non-canon. Um, it does kind of tie into the Wayne family still in, in an interesting way. And... Uh, I really liked that it was kind of like it was kind of a bit of a slow burn to him going complete sociopath. Definitely, yeah. Like if if uh, if you're if you're a person who gets pissed off at comic book origins and superhero movies, I mean, granted, when you're going to see a superhero movie, you're not you're not going for a complex character study. You know, you want to see big punch 'em ups. But yeah, like you said, slow burn. This movie, I don't think there's a single scene without Joaquin Phoenix in it. Like he is yeah. in this entire movie. It is all about his mental state from the very first frame. And he did a bang up job. Yeah, he, I think he was... did really good. I liked him as Joker. Like once he kind of fully took the persona on, which was I think like the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, hey, he was fucking killing it. Yeah, like I, I you totally you could see the Joker that you know and love in there. Yeah. Yeah. And like his, he, he got kind of dancey and eccentric. Whereas before, I mean, he was a very, very super awkward person. Um, I, I did like how they have that condition that he's got yeah. that he may or may not have. It seems like it is legit, but I love that they called into question a little bit, you know, just, just to make you go, huh? And it, it didn't need to be done, but I like that they did it. 
but having a condition where he laughs uncontrollably despite what he's actually feeling. Like, it almost seems like in times of, like, duress, he'll, yeah. he'll start laughing. And yeah. I think that's fucking cool because if you're not going to drop Joker into some acid and give him a, a, a permanent grin and make him cackle all the time because he's nuts, like, that was a really interesting way to introduce the laugh. And I, I really liked how they uh, waited a while to do that. Yeah. Like, like the, the, it has the whole social worker scene where he's just in her office laughing like a crazy person. But he, like, you can tell he's in pain while he's laughing. Yeah, the way he breathes in. He's got his ribs kicked in just right before that and shit. So. Oh, I, I didn't even think about that. I figured he was just laughing so hard that that he was running out of breath. And, like, I was like, man, this guy could actually laugh himself to death. And that gave me a little bit of uh, of, like, a nostalgic feeling for what Joker does when he gasses people and they laugh themselves to death. Like, yeah. I, I was like, okay, that it, it still seems kind of familiar. So we've got this guy, Arthur Fleck. He is socially awkward, lives with his mother. They're living in poverty. He is, he is a, he's a dancing clown. He's like, for a, hire. yeah, he works for a clown agency, which is, is cool that that's a thing. Yeah. I guess, I guess, uh, this movie does take place in the eighties. So maybe that was something back then. Yeah. Was that the era? Cause like, it seemed like it was like early eighties, maybe late seventies. They never really spell it out, but, uh, like the film quality, I like how the, it almost had like a seventies looking filter on it. Yeah. Where it wasn't, you know, that super crystal clear 4k. It wasn't a Chris Nolan movie. Yeah. Like it definitely looked like the era. Well, you know, and this was, uh, I, I don't, I don't think it actually ended up being executive produced, but when this project was first announced, it, uh, it was said to be, uh, executive produced by Martin Scorsese. And they made they made no bones about the fact that 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 is a huge inspiration, like Taxi Driver, oh, yeah, King of Comedy. I don't know; those are the two that pop in my head. Um, but yeah, it had a very Taxi Driver-y quality, absolutely. like like it going through the city. Everything was dirty and gritty and aged. Yeah, they said it was supposed to take place in the eighties, uh, but yeah, I loved how in the movie they never actually put a, a solid date on it, unless maybe there's like a newspaper that has a date on it. I was kind of looking and I didn't notice one. Certainly not one that was obvious. Yeah. So this guy, he's got, he's got mental issues. He's on lots of medications. Um, he's clearly delusional. Yeah. And he gets a shit kicked out of him a whole bunch. And you know, it's, it's kind of like his slow descent into, into madness, but they are, they are making him kind of a sympathetic character by painting the world around him as a total piece of shit to him. It's Gotham. Yeah. Uh, Gotham is, you know, especially pre-Batman, was a really shitty, crime-riddled, awful town. Yeah. That's, that is canon. Yeah. <laughs> so, that I was mean, faithful. Yeah. That, yeah, he's living in a time where people don't care about each other and crime is rampant and the rich are rich and the poor are poor and and he's on the wrong side of the stick. Yeah. Um, they, they make a big character out of Thomas Wayne, out of Bruce Wayne's yeah. dad. Uh, his his mother, who is we you find out later, she is insane. But she sets it up as as if uh, Thomas Wayne was the the Joker's father. Yeah, and I was really hoping that wasn't going to be real, and I was glad that it wasn't. Yeah, there there have been a couple of comic storylines where that's been either implied or somebody tried to do it, and then they wrote it out of continuity. I mean, technically, in the movie, it's never fully proven that it's that it's not true because that is Thomas true. Wayne could have 
forged all those documents yeah. and faked everything and gotten her lobotomized yeah is, is that what that said in the file that she had a lobotomy i, I was lo- i thought I, kinda, I saw something about a lobotomy oh, did you because i was kind of looking for it because she definitely seemed to act a lot different i'm not sure why they gave her her adopted kid back yeah that, no but, shit uh i saw the word lobotomy in there but i i couldn't i couldn't apply it um oh, there you go yeah i guess they wouldn't have shown it if that wasn't what they wanted to uh it was certainly implied so let's see what else is important Zazzy Beats was great in that she played Domino in in Deadpool she was somebody who you know they they see each other on the elevator and she's slightly friendly to him and he immediately but in a sympathetic way because if anybody has felt like a loner or an outcast they can sympathize with this where somebody's nice to you for a moment and you all of a sudden it's like you're in love with this person because in a in a shitty shit world where everybody is an asshole, the second you see a glimmer of light, you you just like attach to that. Unfortunately, he's awkward to the point to where he starts stalking her and a little psychotic. And- yeah, and you see you see her like go to go to the comedy club where he uh, where he has a successful set after a really awkward start. Then they go on a date together, and then she his mom goes in the hospital, and she's there with him. And then he has a really shit day and goes into her apartment, and she comes out, and she's like. You're in the wrong apartment. It's Arthur, right? And you're like, what the fuck? Like, how was that for you? Like, like that I, reveal. I figured that that was the case because it seemed a little odd. Well, because first of all, oh, sorry. Let's let's say the what the reveal. The reveal is that was all in his head oh, the yeah. entire time. Yeah, he they was do a delusional. little flashback. Yeah, yeah. like the, when she comes to his door that first time, you know, after he followed her. Yeah, and she was like, "Were you following me?" And he's like, "Yeah." Or she's like, "Arthur, were you following me?" She's like, "She knew his name." And she hadn't talked to him. And she didn't get his name the first time they met. They didn't. Even, he didn't even oh, say anything. Oh shit! And then secondly, after after you know, because he ends up getting a gun and and uh, some another group of people try and kick, start kicking his ass, and he kills him. He he get, he just goes into her apartment and starts kissing her, and she's like, "Yeah, this is cool." And I was just like, "Yo, he this is total bullshit." Oh, see, I was just There's like, "No way!" I was like, "Cause all of a sudden, like, so yeah, he's in the subway getting the shit beat out of him again, and." That that's when that that's his first kill. He kills three rich white dudes. That's a big plot point um, that sets in motion a bunch of uh, a bunch of events in the movie. And all of a sudden, he's got like a swagger, and he's you know, and he, that, like you you see the the character transformation in that moment. He's not fully there, like permanently, like he is in the end of the movie. But yeah, like I just figured, like fuck yeah, go get some Joker. Like, go, yeah, you're, you are going to make that happen. She's going to be impressed with your with your chutzpah. Yeah, so I didn't see it coming at all. It, t- it makes total sense. Like, when they sh- when they showed the little shots of, you know, where she was there and then she wasn't actually mm-hmm. there, um, like, in my mind, I was thinking, like, that's not really necessary. That's kind of implied and obvious at this point, but apparently it was kind of necessary. Yeah. Apparently that was helpful. Yeah. So. Let's see. What what are the important parts to talk about here? Like, are, are so. His laugh. Yeah. How long do you think he spent practicing that laugh? Because he does it a lot in the movie, and he, he was able to communicate a lot with it. He does it he to really... the point to where I was kind of sick of it. Like, as far as Joker laughs go, it was great, and it was unique, but by the end of the movie, I was like, okay. I, like, I'm, I'm, I, It started to grate on me a little bit. It's a pretty grating laugh, but yeah. I think it's supposed to be. Yeah. I think he like you know he was able he was comfortable enough with it that he was like I said able to kind of obviously portray you know Pro-tray. pain or um, 
you know, sadness and stuff while laughing. Well, and, and one thing I really loved was uh, during during those times when he's laughing and when he's showing the different emotion on his face. Yeah. Like, especially in the subway. Like, there was a shot that was even in the trailers where, where he's laughing and he's just got that that like super angry like like super rage face like that that one right there like sticks out to me like that's fucking awesome because he is laughing like he can't help but laugh but like the his face is telling a different story like yeah that, that's a fucking actor yeah he did a good job um yeah joaquin phoenix man i feel like like we're all over the place oh well fuck it that's what we do yeah um we don't have structure yeah, um, we don't need to recount the entire plot we yeah it's true talk about what we thought about the movie um, Joaquin Phoenix was fantastic. What? How do you feel about Oscar buzz around him? Do you think he should get the nom? Maybe. I don't see enough movies to know what he's up against, honestly. And uh, I got to tell you, I don't really give a shit about the Oscars in the first place. So. <laughs> Not a lot of people do, he, and that's a problem. I think he did a good job. Yeah. I don't think it's that much of a problem. It's a fucking Academy hand job. No, I mean, I mean a, a, a problem for the Oscars themselves. Oh, yeah, well, fuck the Oscars. Yeah. It's, every, it's, it's a bunch of actors saying who they who they think is good. It's them patting themselves on the back once a year. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought Joaquin Phoenix was great. But yeah, I'm, I'm in a similar boat as you are that I don't, I don't know exactly what makes an Oscar worthy performance. Like if you do a great job, sure. Get nominated. But I don't, I don't know what's going to set him above or below anyone else that's currently uh, in the running. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Robert Downey Jr. Not there. The Disney isn't giving the push for him to get actors. Like, Robert Downey Jr. was just being fucking Robert Downey Jr. Like that, he doesn't. He does not uh, deserve an Oscar nomination for Iron Man. No. This is transformative. You know, like Heath Ledger won the Oscar for Joker. Well, and 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 he, you know, you see Joaquin Phoenix go through the full journey here. Like he's kind of the weird, awkward. Like he he slowly over the entire course of the movie becomes the Joker. Yeah. And he has to, and he hits all the little bits in between. Like that's that seems like a more complicated acting job to me than uh being tony stark yeah yeah little little wisecracks and saying yeah. i am iron man snap with uh while wearing a cgi suit another another big character in there was uh robert de niro's murray franklin yeah um, i didn't even know he was in that movie in the movie oh until, yeah until he walked out and i was like oh was yeah like, he was in the trailer um that, that's the only reason why i knew doing his little dance coming out of the curtain i loved how that was so fucking johnny carson like yeah. he even yeah. had his Ed McMahon who kind of looked like Ed McMahon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that was such a, uh, such a great, uh, set piece there. Um, De Niro did a fine job. He definitely has some tooth veneers or something because those chompers were white and straight and big. Um, <laughs> those were not his, his original teeth. So he has the, he has Joker on there that, and that, that's when Joker first comes out. I loved how there was a, uh, there was a, it was a nod to Dark Knight Returns when he comes out onto the talk show and there's, you know, like a sex doctor on there. They, yeah. They're calling her Dr. Like Sally. a Dr. Ruth. Yeah. Because yeah. in the comics, uh, it was it was a clear Dr. Ruth parody on there and Joker comes out and kisses her just the same. I think in that in the book, she ends up dying because he's got like poison, poison. lipstick. Yeah. yeah. The speech was probably one of my least favorite parts of the end there. A little self-indulgent? It was very self But I mean, the Joker's a pretty self-indulgent kind of guy. It's yeah. not really... Uh, I did like when they when they're in like the dressing room and and he was like was this a political thing with about his makeup and and he's like no I don't believe in that 
I don't believe in anything. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you see De Niro's face kind of drop for a second. He's like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, I did like how, at least with that self, self-indulgent part, it was, uh, I liked how he actually had his platform to say what he was thinking because it, it is a very lonely emotional journey that that character's on so to be able to say it out loud to all of those people and then you know fucking murder the <laughs> the clog damn host <laughs> like uh, that was exciting and then the the end there's a few different ways to read the end yeah like uh, like it's fully possible like i watching it i was thinking as soon as they showed him at the, you know in like the in the hospital gown thinking like uh oh a bunch of that stuff might not have happened at all yeah did this happen like maybe he you know shot the dude and got arrested like the whole point you know the whole thing of him going through town with everything being you know all the rioting and mm-hmm. and all that stuff you know him getting like pulled out of the police car and shit like was he just imagining all that yeah well and and they they mentioned early in the movie about how he was locked up in the hospital at one point yeah so what i'm so so another question that can be asked is what it did he ever get out yeah was any of it yeah real he seemed to imply that he murdered the shit out of the uh the lady at the end you know what's cool is (laughs) i i didn't I didn't get that. I'm, I'm, I am the biggest sucker in the world, and I am exactly what they want there. Because he walks out of that room, and you see the red footsteps. I'm like, why is he? Why is? Why are his footsteps red? I'm like, is he bleeding? What's going on? Like, did he cut himself? And and then it's not until he's being chased down the hallway where I'm like, oh, oh, fucking, of course, he killed that lady. That makes perfect sense. Um, let's talk about uh, the kills real quick. Okay. So the kills on the subway, I I fucking loved them. I love I loved how, even though you knew it was gonna happen, it still came out of nowhere, and I like I felt something about it. I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, he's doing it. Oh yeah, like I was fully waiting for it. I was like, okay, like he's the, the, he's got the gun. We know that. Yeah. He's getting beat up. Like he's clearly gonna murder these guys. That's yeah. absolutely gonna happen. Then he shoots the first guy like right in the face, and you're like, oh okay, here we mm-hmm. go. Then he has to like chase the third guy down. And then what about uh what about scissors? Scissors McGillicuddy there. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was a brutal fucking murder. And then the 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 small man uh, that was in there in the room, too, like, just being all freaked out. And it, I, I loved how, you know, like, like the whole time you're sitting there going, like, oh, shit, is he going to kill him? Like, yeah. And I loved how when he let him out, he said that you were yeah. the only person who was ever nice to me. I was like, that's that's fucking legit. You know, like, he, he still does have... Even in his own twisted way, there is a line. There is a moral compass. And he does have a reason for doing this. It's because everyone's a fucking asshole. Now, the Waynes get murdered in these yeah, Joker in rides. In classic fashion. Yeah, by a Joker man. I loved how on the marquee it was Zorro the Gay Blade because it fit with the time period. In fact, that would that would put a time stamp on it right there. The George Hamilton movie, Zorro the Gay Blade. Um, because in the, uh, in the old ones, it was Mark of Zorro. Yeah. Like, like that's always classically been what the Waynes were leaving. Thomas Wayne, like he originally Alec Baldwin was supposed to play Thomas Wayne. And like I could totally see it in, <laughs> in like that pit bull attitude, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they got a guy that kinda looked like Alec Baldwin. I was watching like, that. Like scene an Alec Baldwin Sean Bean amalgamation. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> Yeah, and I loved hearing him hearing him say, "I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, after he punches him in the nose. I like how they didn't make him like a cartoonish capitalist 
uh, you know, evil guy or buffoon or yeah, he wasn't like a Gordon Gecko Wall Street guy. No, he was just like a normal dude. I mean, he was pissed because this weird, crazy guy came and fucked with his kid and like choked his butler. Like, I'd be pissed about that shit too. Uh, He was like dismissive and you know, maybe a little uh, condescending for sure. Yeah, but uh, you know. He was, more like a, he was more like a politician, which he was running for mayor, but yeah. they treated him more like a politician and less like a billionaire industrialist. Yeah. Um, and not like, and didn't make, didn't make him a total shithead or a villain, which was nice. Yeah. He's just a dude. Um, so one important thing that I, that I want to touch on. So the, the director has said there will be no Joker too. Good. Yeah, I love that, and I think I think that's probably a big Joaquin Phoenix decision too. Then again, this type of movie doesn't warrant a sequel. It told a story, and that's all it needs to. Tell. God, I wish we had more movies like that. I mean, that's the th- I think my favorite thing about the movie is that they had an interesting story to tell, and they didn't need to make it a franchise. It didn't need to have some post-credit scene that teases the next ten movies. Yeah, it was just a story, start, middle, end. And they also Good. didn't kill off the character. No. Which which I liked because when I heard there wasn't... Well, I had heard that there was talks for a sequel before hearing that, that there wasn't going to be a sequel. So it was like, okay, well, he clearly doesn't die or at least it's left ambiguous. Um, well, yeah, because you have to leave the Joker the ability to still be a Batman villain in the future. Like, they, I mean, it's a world with an orphan Bruce Wayne. So well, you, you, whether or not you actually revisit the story... I think it's important to leave it open to say, yeah, the fucking these guys are going to tussle again. Yeah, a popular a popular theory was that because because time wise, you know, because this Joker would be so much older than Batman. A uh, popular theory was that this guy, you know, since he's Arthur Fleck, which is and and none of his origins are like the comic book. That if they tied it in, this guy would be the inspiration for the Joker that Batman fights later on. Which okay. is kind of unnecessary anyway, but they they said the movies aren't going to tie together. Yeah. But the Batman, the Robert Pattinson one that's coming out um, in 2021. The Batman. The Batman. That is probably an inside joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that is supposed to take place in the 90s, reportedly. Which, time-wise, like, I think they've left the door open to tie these two together. Like, I think they... Warner Brothers or whoever couldn't just say, no, we are going to go out of our way to make sure these cannot tie together, which I don't have a problem with. It doesn't need to tie to it, but no, you know, if, if they, if they found a little reference in somewhere or something like that, if they found a good story that could use this Joker movie, then fantastic. Um, I doubt Joaquin Phoenix will want to come back. Um, no, I don't think it needs. I think he, he, he did his job. Yeah. He got his paycheck good work but yeah little bruce wayne he is he is an orphan and they're once again tying joker into the killing of his parents i wasn't a fan of that i wish the guy i wish the guy would have taken his clown mask off before going down the alleyway and show so i i didn't want bruce to tie clowns to the kill like yeah yeah for for it to be a pure batman origin i would want it to just be a thug in a shitty city yeah, it could have just been a dude taking advantage of the situation. There's yeah. a riot. There's a rich dude, but uh, yeah, whatever. It's a pretty minor yeah. complaint. I yeah. think it was it was still good. Yeah, and it wasn't the actual Joker that killed his uh, killed his parents. Nope. So that's cool. So I guess final thoughts. Like on a scale of one to ten, what do you give this movie? 
like a seven and a half. Yeah. It was, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. And a 10, a 10 in, on this scale for you, is that a movie that cannot be better? Yeah. It okay. would be a flawless movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's solid. I'd, I'd probably sit about the same spot. Like, I I really enjoyed it. I don't know how many times I'm going to go back and watch it again. Yeah, it, it's not it's not like a big set piece awesome thing. It's it's more of a psychological first time is the best time kind of thing. I may yeah. not, may not have the same luster. Yeah, the 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 slow burn like that a, made this so good in on first watching, I think will take away uh in the future. Like I think I'll watch it again when it's like Did you fart? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, did you just fart in my car? I could no, please don't. <laughs> I think uh, I'll watch it when it's Angelina's first time, and and I'll enjoy it again for, enjoy for it that vicariously. Thing. Yeah, and you know, even though even though I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, I'll get to enjoy it without some fuckers talking because it happened again. <laughs> I don't know why you even go to the movie theater. <laughs> Honestly, like the last several times I've gone to the movies, I've told myself that I can't go anymore. But then something like this comes out where it's like, I don't, I don't want to fucking be in the dark for three months. I don't want it to get yeah. spoiled for me. Like I, I remember it was well, it was after Spider Man, the last Spider Man movie that came out, where I, where I was like, nope, no more movies in the theater. I'm gonna see Star Wars because I have to see that in the theater. Um, and then you know if there's a Batman or Superman movie that comes out, I have to do that. But like, I just, man, it just it makes me sad. Stop fucking talking during movies, all you fucking assholes. And if somebody's talking, tell them to shut up. Yet again, I didn't notice it at all. Yeah. We got out of the theater, and instead of being like, whoa, what'd you think of the movie? John was like, those fuckers are talking. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> first, thing, first thing on your mind the whole time. Yeah, and that that's that's a big bummer about it, is like, all of a sudden, I, like when it, when, it, when it happens, I'm just like, I'm in my own head thinking about like, what am I going to say to them? Or, you know, should I, should I say something after the movie? Uh, but, and it takes me out of the moment. Okay. Sorry. Uh, rant over, but yeah. And we didn't get shot. That was cool. Like the U S military put out a thing saying like, Hey, we got credible threat that people are going to be, that there's people planning on shooting up the movie theater for Joker. Yeah. I thought about going all fucking Joker on those guys. <laughs> this world is a terrible place where people won't shut up during movies. I'm gonna fucking shoot someone. Um, please edit that out. <laughs> yes. But yeah, we had a really good time. Good movie. Yep. Go see it. I recommend it. Or I hope you saw it already. Yeah, you made a good choice in seeing it. Otherwise, uh, boy, you are not gonna have any surprises. Yeah, I got spoiled a little bit. We probably forgot something. Definitely. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, the music was good. Some, oh, yeah. Some classy choices. Yeah. Yeah, there was at least two Sinatra songs in there. That was cool. Yeah. And Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. To all skinny and yeah, shit. It looked like he had weird protrusions up on his shoulders. Yeah, his shoulder blades stuck, like, way the fuck out. Yeah. But Joker's a skinny dude. He's yeah. pretty svelte. Yeah, and, and Joaquin's jawline looked really good. Like, he had, he, had a, he had a good, sharp, solid jawline that... uh. That, like he had a great Joker face. I, I guess if if anything, I would love to have seen him be Joker earlier, like the, and more. Yes, yeah, yeah, like like the the oh yeah. This, I'm so glad that we kept talking because I totally want to touch on this. The the killings were great. There was just not nearly enough. I mean, I I get why it had to be that way for the movie. It was you know it had to build to to the end like that. 
you know, like he, he wasn't going to end up like, like, like Scarface where, where he was like the head of an empire in this yeah. movie after yeah, a bunch of killings and, and he couldn't just keep killing the way he was. But I wanted to see more of that. And I wanted, like, I wanted to see more of that Joker persona. I think that will also kill repeat viewings is that you'll be waiting for that the whole time. Yeah. I'll just fast forward to the last that. 30 minutes of the film and watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause mo- most of the movie, he's not in makeup at all. Yeah. Like there's a little bit at the beginning and then there's like a, a solid hour, I would say maybe, maybe more where he doesn't have makeup on at all. Yeah. And yeah. It's just kind of his, you know, realization that he's a sociopath and a nihilist. Yeah. And then, and then his decision to embrace it finally. And then he puts the makeup back on and only has it like half on when he fucking scissors the dude in the face. Yeah. Had to go clean the blood off and start all over. <laughs> all right. That does it. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Yep, our theme song for this is "Faster Does It" by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Yeah, go find us on uh, on Facebook and uh, and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, our Twitter is Geeksplore Pod. Instagram is Geeksploration Podcast, and Facebook is Geeksploration the Podcast page. And go buy stuff. What is it? Shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. Yep. Yeah, I did it. Oh, email us at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Until next time. That's life. That's what all the people say.